Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. 14 Republican United States Senators work with Democrats to compromise your gun rights. We interview Stephen Williford, who's the good guy with a gun who helped end a church shooting. He's a hero and the barefoot defender. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. 10 Republican senators were among the original co-sponsors of a compromise bill to give away your gun rights. Now 14 Republican senators have joined all 50 Democrats in the Senate to begin to pass legislation that would compromise some people's Second Amendment rights. Politico reports that a bipartisan group of 20 senators, that is 10 Democrats and 10 Republicans, initially struck hands in a bipartisan gun control framework last week Sunday. This marked a significant breakthrough in Congress's attempt to address recent back-to-back mass shootings in Texas. And in a Sunday morning statement, 10 senators from each party announced their initial support and uh, co-sponsorship of the gun deal. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, a Democrat, blessed it. And he vowed the following, quote, to put this bill on the floor as soon as possible, end quote. Not only that, but President Joe Biden said the following, quote, it would be the most significant gun safety legislation, that is gun control legislation, to pass Congress in decades, end quote. The president urged both chambers of Congress to pass and finish the gun package quickly. But the emergence of this new bill is anchored around extra scrutiny for gun buyers, especially those who are under the age of 21, or it grants states the power to implement so-called red flag laws, even if you're older than 21. Well, what's a red flag law? This is one where they're focused on mental health treatment of perhaps veterans, perhaps you served in the war and, and maybe you have PTSD. Are you gonna lose your gun rights because of a mental health check? Well, they're also worried about school security, of course. But while translated the agreement into legislation will take some time, the large group of supportive senators shows that the package will now reach the threshold of 60 necessary votes in the Senate to bypass and overcome a filibuster before it heads to the House of Representatives where Nancy Pelosi is eager to pass. The 20 bipartisan senators said in their opening statement, quote, our plan saves lives while also protecting the constitutional rights of law abiding Americans. We look forward to earning broad bipartisan support and passing our common sense proposal into law, end quote. And that's the news. Our thanks to Politico for that report. 
So here are uh, some thoughts about this legislation, right? Uh, and, and as a nonprofit television show, we neither oppose nor endorse the, these particular pieces of legislation, but we do inform and educate the people about certain nuances in the arguments. First of all, I wanna start with scripture because we're a Christian show and what does Jesus teach about gun rights, right? Well, back in Jesus' time, they didn't have gunpowder weapons like, like guns, but they did have swords. And Jesus encouraged his disciples to arm themselves. In Luke 22, Jesus said this, but now he who has a money bag, let him take it. And likewise a knapsack. And he who has no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. So here's Jesus encouragement to people who are unarmed, go out and buy a gun or, or a sword in his day, right? Defend yourself. Now in context, one of the disciples said, well, here Lord, we have two, two swords for, for the 12 disciples. And Jesus said, that is enough two swords for 12 disciples. Now think about that. Um, was Jesus telling them to form an army where each one of them had a sword, 12, maybe 13 swords to, to fight the Romans? No, he said two swords is enough maybe to defend 12 people for self-defense. He was not trying to take over the government. Jesus was no insurrectionist, but he was into self-defense and, and two swords would be enough to defend maybe if those 12 or 13 people were attacked by an outside group, they would be able to defend themselves. Jesus endorsed the idea of self armament for the purpose of self defense. And I do too, why? Because I follow Jesus. This is pray in Jesus name. And we're concerned now that the liberals are trying to take away self defense and take away gun rights from honest veterans who are able, uh, will be unable to defend themselves if they fail a mental health check, if they fail a red flag check. Obviously criminals who have been adjudicated uh, as, as incompetent by a judge, yeah, take away their gun rights. But if a judge has not taken away your second amendment rights, you still have them and you need to defend yourself and defend your constitutional rights. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray against the disarmament of innocent Christians. And Father, we pray that, that in church shootings or school shootings, wherever these horrific acts of violence occur, that honest and good guys with a gun will be able to defend and protect the populace. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Stephen Williford was one of those good guys with a gun who helped stop a church shooting giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience. And we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin. 
and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis, then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office, and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703. 692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God. Press option three, take action today. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you wanna get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you wanna get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you wanna get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God, again that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, to get a free religious freedom sticker. Call today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We are on location at the Western Conservative Summit where I'm interviewing a, a national celebrity hero. He was a good guy with a gun when things were going bad in a church shooting in Sutherland Springs, Texas. Welcome to the program, Stephen Williford. How are you today, Stephen? Welcome to the show. I am honored to be here and thank you for having me on the show. So uh, for those who don't remember, you are a, a hero who became known as the Barefoot Defender because you were the good guy with a gun in the middle of a church shooting where a bad guy with a gun was killing people on a Sunday morning. Uh, bring us back to that day. So that morning, I, I normally would have been ch at church myself, but I was gonna start an on-call at the hospital where I worked, and that meant that I was gonna have to carry a pager 24-7 uh, for the next week and mainly get calls two, three o'clock in the morning or whatever and have to show up so you, were, take care of emergency. you were at home in your bed on Sunday morning. Trying to relax. Yeah. And my daughter came in and said, Dad, doesn't that sound like gunfire? And she made me aware of it. I ran to my safe to, to get a, a gun out when I realized it was gunfire. She had run outside, jumped in her car, and ran up the block to find out what was going on. Oh, my. I called my wife and said, uh, where are you at? And she said, I'm working at Rachel's house, taping and floating walls. I married an amazing woman. She learns to do whatever she wants to do, and we were building my younger daughter's home uh, ourselves. And uh, so I told her, she said, what's going on? I said, there's a uh, gunfire at the, the church. And she said, don't go over there. I hung up the phone, and I started loading the magazine, running to the door. You loaded your weapon and you ran to the sound of the gunfire. I did. My daughter came running in and said, Dad, there's a guy in black tactical gear shooting up the church. I said, did you call 911? She said, I did. They're aware of it. And right away, I was more afraid of the police than I was the, the shooter themselves. Because they might have confused you with the shooter. Uh, they're coming screaming into a mass shooting and they know it. And they're running as fast as they can, and I'm running across the street with an AR-15 in my hands. And you're barefoot. And I'm barefoot. <laughs> Why didn't you have your shoes on? Well, you know, just like the, Isra uh, the Israelites, when they left Egypt, they didn't wait for the bread to rise, and now they have the Feast of Unleavened Bread because 
They want everybody to understand uh, that the urgency of leaving Israel. And so people will say, you didn't take time to put shoes on. Every shot I heard, I knew was aimed at one of my community members, someone I cared about. And so the urgency of getting into the battle, I, I tell people, you're lucky I had pants on. That would be a different story altogether. That would be altogether. better. You don't want to go to church without your pants on. So you approached the First Baptist Church of Sutherland Springs, and there had already been carnage inside the building. What did you see, what did you say, and what happened? As I was running over to engage a shooter, uh, I can't explain this because I'm, I've taken tactical training and stuff. As I was running across the street, I yelled out. I truly believe that it was the Holy Spirit calling out a demon within the church. Just like when Jesus entered into the garden and the two possessed men, the demons within them said, we know who you are. Have you come here to torment us before our time? And Jesus called those demons out, sent them into the pigs. The pigs ran over. I truly believe that there was a demon inside that man and God called him out. Using In your voice to, it was almost like an exorcism because you, you just shouted out, hey, and then he dropped his gun. Inside the church, he had just shot Chris Workman in the back and he shot Julie Workman through the breast and he was walking over and he was pointing his pistol at Chris Workman. In the head. He was gonna shoot him in the head and Chris said, I, I was ready to meet my God. And he said, I heard you yell out. And obviously the shooter did too, because that moment when I cried out, he dropped his rifle in the church and came out of the church with his pistol and started shooting at me. And I heard God say, don't worry about that. Do what I sent you here for. He had on class three body armor that stopped my bullets. I hit him in the left chest. I hit him in the abdomen. He put shots in the truck in front of me. He shattered the windshield of the car behind me and he hit the house behind me. And, and it's almost as if God was telling me, don't worry about those. Do what I trained you to do. Do what I told you to do. So let me be clear on this. You had a rifle and he had a handgun at and that, you were shooting at each other and he missed you at least three times and you hit him six times. He missed me several times. Yeah. And I hit him six out of six rounds. I hit him in the left chest. I hit him in the abdomen. Didn't matter because he had on class three body armor. His vehicle was parked in the middle of the street with the engine running and the driver's side door open. He was able to turn and to get into his vehicle. And when he did, he exposed his side. Uh, now for your audience that don't know, class three body armor, some of them have a metal plate in the front, metal plate in the back and they stopped those rounds, but they Velcro across the side. I aimed at it, I put one high in his side, I put one in his legs. He was able to still get in his vehicle. He slammed the door, he put two more rounds to his side window at me. And I saw those holes open up, the glass open up falling. And I put one where I perceived his head to be. I couldn't see it from the reflection of the glass and the sun. And the police say that split his forehead open from one side to the other. He shot him in the forehead. He accelerated, turned the corner, and was running away as fast as he could. I ran out in the middle of the street. I was and he was at, driving at this point. He was driving at this point. Okay. And, and he, you were chasing him on foot. And he was about 150 yards away by the time I got in the middle of the street. I put one through the back windshield. It shattered the windshield. Police say that went through the driver's side seat, hit him just right of the left shoulder blade. 
and he topped the hill and out of sight. And I'm standing in the middle of the street saying, it can't end this way. And I looked off to my left and there was a man in a pickup truck that was stopped at the stop sign and he was on the phone. He had witnessed the whole shootout. And I ran over and tapped on the window and said, that man just shot up the Baptist church and we have to stop him. Wow, we need to take a short break. When we come back, how does the thrilling chase conclude and what should we learn about the Sutherland Springs church shooting from November 5, 2017? Right after this with Stephen Williford. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen, or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by thebarefootdefender.com, that's his website. Stephen Williford is a hero, a good guy with a gun who stopped a bad guy with a gun. 
And uh, Stephen, uh, when we when we went to commercial break, you were chasing on foot, it, barefoot, and he was driving. The bad guy was driving off into the sunset. He went up over a hill, and you went and uh, talked with a neighbor and said, "We got to go, go do what?" It, it actually wasn't a neighbor. He was just driving through the neighborhood in his truck. He stopped at the stop sign. He was on the phone with 911. I tapped on the window and said, that guy just shot up the Baptist church and we have to stop him. Every sane man in this world probably would have put his foot on the gas and left me there at the, the stop sign. But this is Texas we're talking about. We're not right. known for our sanity. <laughs> Next thing I heard were the locks come open and I climbed up into the cab of a truck with a man that I'd never met before. Turned out his name was Johnny Langendorf. We chased the shooter at a high rate of speed. At you first, got in his truck and he started driving after the shooter. And I dropped the magazine out to see how many rounds I had left. I had one in the, the chamber and one in the top of the magazine. I had two rounds left. He still had on class three body armor. I told Johnny, I said, I tell him, hurry, hurry. He was in speaking on dispatch at that point, telling the police that we were in the chase. And we chased him 11.6 miles and in the, in that chase, apparently he had called his wife and his father. They were together. And what he said was profound to me. What he said was, I've done something horrible. And I've been shot multiple times and I'm not going to make it. And he turned the gun on himself and killed himself. He killed himself. He killed himself. And I want your viewers to understand what I make of that. What I make of that statement, I've done something horrible. I truly believe that there was a demon within him, just like there was a demon within Judas, when Judas portrayed Jesus. And then after they hung Jesus on a cross, I believe that demon left Judas to what he had done. And so what did he do? He took the 30 pieces of silver, threw it back into the temple and went out and hung himself. I believe this man had realized after that demon had left him what he had done and he couldn't live with himself anymore. Why would he make the statement, I've done something horrible? Yeah, it's almost like he was expressing regret, spiritual regret, the same way that Judas did after betraying Jesus and putting him on the cross. Now, this active shooter, before he committed suicide, was almost confessing his sins to his uh, family on the phone and not in an act of repentance right but in an act of remorse he may have felt re the same betrayal feelings that Judas felt before he killed himself uh, we're not saying he, he repented and went to heaven but maybe that was a, I, sort of a fake repentance before well, he committed suicide I don't think it was repentance as much as it was a realization what he had done yes uh, I, I truly don't believe that a man any man can do the evil things that he did without a demon. And that, that's just my view of it. Because he was doing horrible things within the church. He was going to the sound of children crying and putting a gun to their head and yelling, shut up when he pulled the trigger. Wow. I don't believe a man, even an evil man and without a demon could do what he did. Now, that doesn't excuse him because we allow demons into our lives. We have to, the Bible talks about allowing demons in and then when demons are taken out, we must replace it with Christ. I truly believe yeah. that. And so we, we are responsible for allowing that. 
So I, I truly believe he allowed that demon in. That doesn't excuse him for what he did. So what's the aftermath of the shooting? What did the church do? You, you attend that church now, Sutherland Springs Baptist Church, First Baptist, uh, and you go to that church. Are the people grateful? I will tell you that that church, so whatever God, Satan means for evil, God can turn around for his glory. Wow. That church on that Sunday morning had 49 people in that church. 26 of those 49 people died. And even during the worst of COVID now, we are at a 200 attendance. And we also live stream it all over the world. And we have people from South America that watch church services from their homes live stream from Sutherland Springs, Texas. Sutherland Springs, Texas is a little tiny community, total population of 600. And we're reaching the world we're reaching the world because the world saw us and saw what happened. And we gave all the glory to God. There's somebody out there who doesn't know Jesus the way that you're talking about. And, and we'll talk about guns and, and Second Amendment rights and other things at a future date. But you have a Christian testimony out, uh, about this and you wanna pray with somebody. What, what is your message to them? My, my prayer is that God heals our broken land, you know, there, there's a verse that talks about if, if someone will turn from the, if our nation will turn from its wicked ways and pray in earnest that God will heal our, our broken land. And make no mistake, with, with church shootings and shootings at schools and stuff, it's, it's, it's evil. It's yeah. evil. And well, we our need land needs that. to be healed. Amen. Jesus is the answer to a lot of the mental illness, otherwise known as sin, right? Not Jesus, a lot of it, he's the answer to all of it. He's the answer to all of it. Let's go ahead and pray together with our audience. Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name uh, that you would bless the ministry of Stephen Williford and bless Sutherland Springs Baptist Church. And Jesus, just send your revival. As Stephen said, uh, that, that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and repent of their wicked ways and turn from evil, uh, that, that God, you will answer from heaven and heal our land and answer our prayers. We pray that you would revive America and stop the violence, stop the evildoers. The same way Stephen did physically, Father, we pray now spiritually that you will send your angels to stop the people who, who would mean to do us harm. We pray that you would bless them with repentance even before they act. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, mention your websites, and you're here with Gun Owners of America. Gun Owners of America, and, and you know, they're not necessarily a Christian organization, but uh, they support my right to, uh, to share my faith, yep. and that's why I work for GOA. Uh, so please go to gunowners.org uh, and sign up. Uh, they bring me all over the country and let me speak and share my faith when I do. And people can reach you through the barefootdefender.com. Barefoot All right, we're out of time, but I wanna encourage you to also to visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. We bring you these kinds of interviews at great production expense. You can help fund our little uh, uh, camera crew who we had to bring out here to do all this. Please donate PrayInJesusName.org 
If you prayed with us or you need prayer, pick up the phone and call 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.